Warning, this podcast contains explicit language because a dildo attachment kind of calls for it. Dating in college is hard under normal circumstances, but whenever your high school doesn't prepare you for falling in love and having sex, like my religious high school didn't, it leads to, let's say, vigorous exploration. Now, this led me to try new things. It led me to a lot of porn, hit on anything and everything related to pornography or the way people get off. So there is a fair amount of random people that have paraded through my bedroom in the past. But I would say that dating in college is more of a wild card. There's people from all over. You never know who you're going to get. People of different ethnic backgrounds. People who just have different backgrounds in general. And this one led to me dating a girl named Brittany from one of my English classes. Now, things had progressed. We went on dates. We went on nights out. We did all the romantic shit. I'd pick her up. She'd pick me up. We'd go back to her dorm the first time. We had sex, we went back to her dorm because she's a girl and that's where she feels the most comfortable at to have sex with. So things are progressing and she suggests that we have a sexcation at my townhouse, me and my roommate's townhouse that we were renting at the time. So weekend at my townhouse is scheduled, we do it. And this townhouse is kind of like normal college townhouse. The upstairs is like the bedrooms and the main bathroom. And then downstairs is the living room and the kitchen and the dining room, etc. So she packed herself up a bag. I picked her up Friday night. We went on a date. We came back. We had nice sex. We cuddled and did all the normal things like that. Next morning, it's time for more sex. She wakes me up mid blowjob. Greatest way to wake up ever. So it leads to us having sex. And I think I'm doing good. She's moaning. I'm going at it. She's asking for more. I finish. And then we go again and we do the same thing. I think I'm doing good. I finish again. She's moaning. We cut a little bit and she didn't finish. And that really got to me, like started gnawing at me. And then she goes to her overnight bag and she pulls out a fifth of Jose Cuervo tequila. And I'm like, okay, so we have drinks in bed. We've, uh, it's a college room. So I'm sure there were cups lying around and we got some cups and we poured us a drink and she has about five drinks and I only have about one. And then she's like, let's go again. So we're going to go again and we have sex again. I think I'm doing okay. She's moaning. She's got water flowing and I think we're doing okay. And I'm trying to get her done. But she doesn't finish and I feel horrible at this point because I've been fully satisfied and she has not and I feel like, you know, maybe it's me at this point. So we have more drinks and we talk a little bit about what our day is going to be like and a little bit about our past and we're getting fairly drunk at this point and it's about, I don't know, 12 o'clock or so. So she goes to her bag and she looks at me and she says, it's my turn to get off now. And like, I'm like, oh shit. And she goes to the bang. She pulls out this sawzall with a dildo attached on the end. And she pulls the trigger and it does that, it does that kind of thing, uh, what the sawzall does. And things went from zero to a hundred really quickly. 
Now, I don't know if you've ever been confronted with a Sawzall dildo, but I'm a gentleman, so I fuck her with the Sawzall dildo because I have standards. And she knows what she needs to get off. Now, I am bearing down hard on this Sawzall. It's attached to the wall. It, I got a cord out. I'm trying to move the cord around. And I'm giving her the full, the full pull trigger. And I'm trying to get in there deep like a fucking power washer. And I'm trying to like get in deep. And then I pull out a little bit as the Sawzall's making this huge fucking loud noise. And she's moaning like a stuck pig. But she's fucking loving it because this Sawzall is going to town on her vagina like the devil goes to town on a violin. But like during the Sawzalling, I become partly worried that this is like a non-regulated piece of equipment that someone's just kind of slapped together. So I'm wondering if there's like a saw blade that's like in the dildo that might come out or might slip out and I might cut her in half. And it made me very worried most of the time. I didn't really get off, but she's fucking moaning and squirting and she wets the bed. I mean, completely sheet change everything. And when she's done, we cut a little bit and she asks if I want to go again, if I want to have sex with her. And I go, nah, it's probably a little bit too loose about now. And she slaps me on the side as like a play slap. And after we finished during... Pillow Talk, we talked about how she found out that about herself, how she found out that she liked that and that's what she needed. And she launched in this huge story about watching it in porn and then wanting to try it and it just happened to work. So then we go and we shower together, which is one of my favorite things to do. We drink some more tequila and it's about one o'clock now in the afternoon and, and we got a pretty good day drunk going. She's just wearing my shirt after the shower, so her hair is all wet and everything. And she heads downstairs with the tequila to put it at the liquor cabinet that we have downstairs. And when she gets to the bottom of the stairs, I hear this shriek, like, ah, kind of thing. And it makes me a little bit worried. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? So I go down after her. And I'm just in my underwear at this point because we just got out of the shower. And I'm afraid that she's run into a murderer or something like that. So I go downstairs and my roommate's parents and step-parents are all watching TV in the fucking living room that is under my fucking bedroom. Now, John, my roommate, is furious with me. His face is bright red. The other faces of all of his other parents are fine. They don't seem any different. Brittany freaks out. She heads back upstairs. She almost drops the tequila bottle and I grab it from her. And I got to put the tequila bottle away. So I stride across the room in my underwear to put the tequila bottle up. And then I head up back upstairs to get dressed. And me and her have this conversation about, oh shit, my roommate said that his parents were coming into town. This, And she's like, you had to schedule a sexcation whenever we are going to be with parents. And I was like, no, I didn't mean to. So we had this little argument and I told her, you know, I forgot and that didn't really work. So she's like, was vulnerable with me. So then she got mad at me because she had to share that part of her sex life with everyone. So she's like, I just want to leave. So I drove her back home and we went back to her dorm room I apologized again and at the dorm room, I apologized again and we sat and we talked and she told me why she was so embarrassed 
because of that's the only way she knows how to get off. And that's why she wanted to do it at my townhouse instead of at her dorm room because it was a little bit more private and that I had ruined that for her. And I apologized again, but we ended up patching things up eventually. And she'd come over and I'd sawzall her once or twice more. And we ended up breaking up, but not for that reason, which is a little bit weird. It was about tornadoes. It was, she was an odd duck a little bit, but you know, it was still a very eye-opening experience in my sex life. And I really appreciate her bringing this sexual nature to my attention and being vulnerable with me enough to share it with me and have me be a participant in. And that is the end of my story for today. If you liked it, please consider subscribing and liking it and sharing it with your friends. The music today was provided by the Supercontinents. And until I see you next time, please keep looking out.